Hello everyone and welcome back to the Knowledge Group podcast where we're taking a forward look at what you can expect from our upcoming events. This week we're going to be turning things over to cryptocurrency and looking at the SEC's stricter enforcement against ICOs and what you need to know. The event itself is scheduled for Wednesday, September the 12th, running between 12pm to 1.30pm Eastern Standard Time. We're going to be joined by our panel Robert Lindholm of Council at Nelson Mullins, Riley and Scarborough LLP. We're also going to be joined by Con M. Nadaway, a partner at Venable LLP, and John Rollins of the Managing Director of Ankura Consulting Group. Let's turn things over to them. My name is Rob Lindholm, and I'm an attorney at Nelson Mullins in their Charlotte and New York offices. I focus my practice normally on government investigations and white-collar defense and also on complex business litigation and class action defense. Uh, My background includes representing clients before federal and state regulators, including the SEC, DOJ, CFTC, uh, and other regulators, and also representing clients in federal and state court. What I want to talk about on the webinar are a couple of different topics all related to the SEC. So I plan to first discuss and give a little background on what exactly is an ICO, so an initial coin offering, and, and why should I care? Well, you know, why is it important right now? I also am, am looking to discuss some of the federal law and give folks just a, a brief background on the relevant federal law, which has sort of led into uh, the rest of my discussion, which is going to focus on uh, SEC orders and decisions. I plan on running through the the seminal decision from the SEC, which actually dates back to 1946. Uh, In their decision, it's SEC v. Howey. And then I'm planning to go through some of the SEC's recent enforcement actions and sort of the takeaways from those. And so I'm planning to cover the SEC's order in the Dow report, uh, the SEC's order in the matter of Munchie, and then the SEC's most recent order in the matter of Tomahawk Exploration, LLC. And I think at the end, I'm hoping to just sort of discuss some of the takeaways that we're seeing from some of these and go over some of the issues. For example, are fraudulent ICOs the only ones that the SEC cares about? Um, What role do facts play in uh, whether the SEC investigates and potentially comes after certain companies? what is the SEC's most recent position on whether ICOs are securities or not? And also just some practical points, I think, going forward for companies who are thinking about doing an ICO and how they should look at the decisions from the SEC and how that should guide them going forward. My name is Khan Nowaday. I'm an attorney at Venable in Venable's New York office. Um, I'm in the investigations and white-collar criminal defense group at Venable, and my practice focuses on government investigations representing clients uh, in connection with government investigations, uh, whether it be from the SEC, DOJ, uh, the whole gamut. Um, and I also do white-collar criminal defense. Um, I was a federal prosecutor for about nine years in the Southern District of New York. Uh, I was there until just about January of this year, and I focused on fraud cases, uh, complex fraud cases, as well as corruption cases. Um, I'm going to be talking about next week uh, basically focusing on uh, how DOJ and criminal prosecutions 
uh, are going with respect to ICOs and where we are and where the landscape on criminal prosecutions is. And second, also seeing what we can glean and tell from what federal prosecutors are focused on, how they're charging and how they're litigating these types of cases. Um, and I'll also provide uh, kind of preliminary general answers right now on my take of where things are, and it's not going to be earth-shattering, but I think it's extremely important. Basically, uh, prosecutors are focused on what fraud prosecutors have always been focused on. They're focused on fraud, cheating, stealing people's money, things like that, getting people's money through lies. Um, and you can see that in how they're charging these cases, uh, and you can see that even with how the SEC on their website has set up a fake HowieCoins.com website to try to warn people of the frauds out there relating to ICOs. Um, I'm also going to go over some specific cases because I think it's helpful to talk about specific cases and to see how the government's litigating uh, in this space and how defendants, criminal defendants, are litigating in this space. Uh, I'll be talking about United States versus Zadlowski, which is pending in the Eastern District of New York, as well as about uh, United States versus Trapani, which is pending in the Southern District of New York. Um, and ultimately, uh, the conclusion, I think, to be drawn from all of this is that we're getting more clarity uh, about how regulators are treating ICOs, and we're going to get more clarity on in, in that regard. And ultimately, we're going to have more uh, cases to be talking about. I think as everybody has who's been following this uh, would say, uh, while everyone's expecting some regulation or new laws to address cryptocurrencies and ICOs, uh, at the end of the day, it looks like what everyone's looking at is a situation where we're going to have regulation by litigation and public uh, statement. My name is John Rollins, and I'm a member of the Disputes and Investigation Practice at Ancora Consulting in New York. Um, I provide expert witness, fact witness, and other consulting services to attorneys uh, both, both uh, on, on the defense and plaintiff side in some circumstances who are involved, involved in complex litigation and other matters. Um, including those involving securities, uh, fraud matters, um, complex fraud litigation uh, brought by the DOJ, as well as other uh, regulatory and tax uh, matters involving uh, a complex financial uh, valuation and accounting issues. Uh, what I plan to talk about next week uh, really buttresses on the, uh, the comments that Robert and Khan will be discussing as it relates to uh, recent enforcement actions and um, uh, what Khan mentioned in, in respect of the, the Howie Coin website, the SEC's Investor Education uh, uh, Office uh, released uh, earlier this year to help uh, uh, warn investors as well as educate investors on steps that they can take uh, to help avoid uh, becoming victims of a fraudulent ICO. Uh, specifically, what I'll talk about are some of the hallmarks and red flags that, that, that are, frankly, common to uh, securities fraud matters, but also that uh, we're seeing in ICO frauds that are, that are uh, coming to light uh, in the last uh, several years. Uh, so I'll be going over some of those items that investors can look for and uh, those who are 
responding to uh, regulatory actions or litigation um, can can uh, focus on in their uh, either defense or um, actions to 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 attempt to uh, uh, recover uh, lost uh, monies that that may have been lost to a fraudulent ICO, um, and go over the specific items that the SEC has identified on their website to help investors in ICOs make sure they're protect, protecting their their investment funds. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Knowledge Group podcast, where we took a look at the event, the SEC's stricter enforcement against ICOs, and what you need to know. Wednesday, September 12th is the date you need to remember from 12 p.m. to 1.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Don't forget the code PODCAST25 will get you 25% off your first webcast registration. All of the information you need, including that discount code, will be found in the description box down below. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Knowledge Group Podcast. Take care, everyone. Bye now.